As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Boom! DDT! Nothing. Can you hear those kids screaming in the background? I did not hear any kids. You got kids? I don't know. No, there's like, they're outside my house, but I keep hearing them go, boom, 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 boom. Like they're shooting at each other. Uh, a boom, I thought you were going to pull a heat slater and all of a sudden you got kids. Gratata. Nope. No kids yet. <laughs> um. So welcome. Welcome everybody to the Thanksgiving holiday special Boom DDT Survivor Series recap show. Happy Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Um, we are just having a hard time finding time to do this podcast, so we just did one on the wing, on the whim here. Uh, haven't seen Raw or SmackDown's uh, follow-up shows, so we're just going to do a Survivor Series recap. Yes, sir. It's a, it's a busy week, and yeah, around the holidays, you can't really squeeze those in as easily as you could otherwise, and I mean, wrestling probably is thrown in the towel, too, to some extent, so. Yeah, it's been, I've been busy. I got a, a client that wanted me to do basically their whole Thanksgiving for them, so I've been doing that all last night and this morning, and just finished up tonight, and I got a delivery in uh, an hour and a half. What are you making? I basically did the whole thing. I did the turkey, the mashed potatoes, sweet potato casserole. Oh, man. Green bean casserole. Oh yeah. Uh, cornbread stuffing, turkey gravy, and man, I believe that, that's it. Quite the feast. How, how many mouths you feed? It's small, just twelve. Twelve. Yep. Just didn't want to fuck with Thanksgiving. I don't blame her. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I was making as I was making. I was like, one day I'm gonna have somebody make my Thanksgiving because this is a, <laughs> it's blows. So yeah, it's just been too busy. I can't can't find a damn time to do. It. I can't find time to watch Raw. I'm just a, a horrible loser fan this week. I'm no good. <laughs> Big dub loser. Yep. You seeing your whole family tonight? They already in town. What's going on with that? Yeah. So. uh... My folks got in town uh, last night, um, so it's going to be me, them, and then my brother and his wife and their kids, and we're just doing a little something here. 
my brother's wife is uh, eight and a half months pregnant, or eight months pregnant. So uh, she's due pretty soon. So not taking too big a role. Yeah. My brother Chris is gonna be grilling the turkey. Okay, the full turkey or like a turkey breast? I think a full turkey. Okay. Is it wait? So you mean doing it here, like at your house? Oh no, no, at uh, their place. They live out here in Denver. Okay. I was gonna say you're having it at the apartment. Hell no, man. We we got we got one square foot of counter space in this apartment. Yeah, you have it at the smokers section. <laughs> Well, that's good. Uh, so, is Adam's in town too? No, uh, my parents just came from seeing them out in California. I guess they're just chilling there, doing their own thing, and maybe maybe they're going to visit Jory's family out in uh, Chicago land. So, Jeff's other brother, Adam, the one we're talking about, that's not there. Where does he live now? He lives out in a town called Rough and Ready, California. It's a uh, Inland and outside Sacramento. Okay, so he's back out in Cali. Yeah. Alright, cool. But, uh, he's... Uh, he's safe from, uh, any fires or anything. That's that's all. The campfire is somewhat close, but, I mean, not dangerously close, you know? I'm sure he's getting a lot of smoke and all kinds of shit, though. It's, it's kind of hazy, but they say it's n- nothing unbearable at all. That's good. Well, I'm glad he's safe. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, we'll probably keep this one a little shorter since we don't have to talk about everything. So let's let's get right into it. Let's talk some goddamn wrestling. Hell yeah. So, uh, I'm still watching NXT, but I got through about half of that. I don't know if you want to cover that or not. Yeah, NXT was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was. I haven't been disappointed by a match yet. No. Who did Alexander Blackface? Alistair Black? Yeah, Alistair Black versus... Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, I yeah think, that, one, uh, that one's intense. Both those guys always put on good matches, too. I think that was my favorite one of the night. Still don't know how I feel about Alistair Black's character, but I mean, I, I like his music. It, 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 uh, it's more engaging than your average music. Yeah, I mean, his character, I mean, it is what it is. He's another, like, dark guy, you know, which it's getting a little old to me. A lot of guys are going with that theme. But, um, no, the match was awesome. I, I thought that one was really good. I like the Velveteen Dream and who's the other guy? Velveteen Dream and Spasso uh, Champa. Okay. Yeah, I thought that one was really good. The women's match was okay. After the Survivor Series, after the women's show they put on Survivor Series, though, it was pale in comparison. Yeah. And then, you said you hadn't got to War Games yet? No. So, War Games was pretty sweet. I'm always a big fan of War Games matches. I've watched a ton of them on the network. But, they keep doing these, like, I don't know. Like, if I'm going to complain, I'd say it's, like, too choreographed. Like, these huge stunts off the top where, like, all other seven guys... Are right below them, and uh, you know they do like some big move and jump onto all the guys like they did last year. Did you see the last year's one? I thought I did, but I—I I mean, I remember the double ring setup, but I did make a card for it. So my memory's a little 
hazy. Was it Sanity in it last year? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Somewhat. So they did one last year, too. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think it was Adam Cole, Bebe, that went <laughs> off the top. Not so yeah, sure. it's probably DIY versus Sanity. It's probably the destruction of DIY. No, I think it was uh, it was Undisputed Era. Oh, is that what I'm thinking of? I get them all confused. Yeah, see, we're, as you guys can tell, we're not good NXT fans. Nope. Don't we know anybody. Sloppy. Don't know anybody's names, but hell of a hell of a show. And yeah. like I said, besides that, like I guess you kind of have to to keep it safe. But like the big choreographed stunts where everybody gathers around underneath them and then they jump on them, like there's no reason why everybody would be gathered around right there. And I know that's splitting hairs and being picky, but I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of that stuff. Oh, no, that that pisses me off with wrestling in general nowadays on big spots like big pay-per-view matches they'll have like clearly choreographed shit i mean sometimes it's cool but other times you're like really yeah just go old school just have a fucking barn burner just a slobber knocker in the ring i don't need a huge jump i mean yeah they're cool but if you're not gonna do it right then just do old school bashing motherfuckers in the face so who's involved in this war games this one was the Undisputed Era again. Um, four members. Uh, whew. Adam Cole. Something Fish. <laughs> I don't know the other two. And then War Machine versus War Machine, which is like a tag team. Yeah. The the real athletic guy that flips all over the place. and Oh, Ricochet. Oh, uh, Ricochet. Ricochet, War Machine. And, um, who else? I don't know. I don't know that fourth guy. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. No, I totally knew him. Like, I recognized him when he came out, but I can't think of it right now. Right. But no, it, it was a good, like, it was shorter than Survivor Series, obviously, but it was, I mean, it was a clean slate. Like, I watched the whole thing straight through, was never disappointed. Nice. So yeah, I think it, I think it was a hell of a show. Yeah, man, I, I almost like it better than Survivor Series, but that's just me. Uh, should we should we get into the big the big four survivor? Yeah. Um, on that note, though, your last comment, I would agree. Well, if you were talking about the show as a whole, I might agree, but I can't agree because I really loved that one match on Survivor Series that made me pumped. So, right. so yeah, I can't I can't agree, but I know exactly what you mean. It's show as a whole, it's probably better. Yeah, like by by itself on a plate. But if you add all the context of what what's going down in WWE, yeah, I know what you mean. Takeover War Games was like eating a, a nice, delicious Thanksgiving dinner. It was the, <laughs> it was the full plate, and then Survivor Series gave you that hit of crack rock. You just smoked <laughs> smoked that crack for one match. It's a post Thanksgiving crack. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Survivor Series uh, LA this year, Staples Center. Pre-show, we had the uh, the big the big Survivor Series tag team elimination match that they buried and buried and buried. Oh um, yeah, full bury. So that one ended up going to uh, the Usos via a splash. And did you see they were doing the the Roman Reigns? Uh, you know how he used to pump his arm before he punched the ground. Yeah, he's doing a pump. They're doing a pump during the splash. That's cool. 
Yeah, yeah, I like I prefer it. Prefer that than pumping on the ground. Oh yeah, dude. I'm I I miss Roman Reigns a lot. Yeah, it's gonna be hard working without him. The big dog. I was talking to uh, our buddy uh, Lucha Libre, and he was saying we were talking about the big dog, and I was saying <laughs> he was saying that uh, he just got a bad rap from everybody booing him and shit, and I was like, yeah, those are just the the nerds that were jealous of all the poon he was getting. And, uh, we, we decided to call him the, uh, uh, the big poon dog. (laughs) And then I'd like to add to that and call him the big hog poon dog. Oh man. Cause you know, he's, yeah. Cause you know, he's hogging out. That sounds like some NWA type shit. (laughs) So yeah, Miss, Miss and Roman Reigns. Yeah. I thought that was a sweet little tribute. They're doing that. I think every time now. So that's cool. Hell yeah. And yeah, once, uh, I mean, they, they filtered out some of the people pretty damn quick, but I mean, once it got down to the nuts and bolts and like you had room to work, it got good. But, um, the thing with this is like, you don't see the tag team chemistry cause everyone's just tagging some random person. So it's more of like a single spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how big a fan I am of this. No. I, I would prefer a tag team turmoil or some shit like that in the future. So is this, you would know better than I, so is this pretty typical for Survivor Series? They do a lot of these? What, the uh, tag teams? Yeah. Uh, I think they normally would just, like, old school, they normally just put them in, like, uh, say there's two tag teams with a few with two <laughs> other tag teams. They would bunch them together and just make the Survivor Series that way. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, you got, like, faces versus heels. But now that it's Raw versus SmackDown, <coughs> I think that's pretty standard, but I'm not positive. I think I remember one last year. But, yeah, I don't know. Did that also get buried? I don't remember. I, I think there was one last year, but we'd have to look into that. I'm not sure. I'll look into it. Um, while you're looking at that, there was... Another spot like we were talking about, but a little bit better. It was another choreographed spot, but not as bad. But Chad Gable did a uh, German... Wait, let's see. German suplex? Yeah. German superplex? Yeah, didn't, wasn't that to the outside? Yeah, and that, that was one of those spots where people gather. But uh, in, that, in that instance, I mean, I'll take that. Because how often do you see it? German suplex, a German superplex, not only off the top but to the outside. You know that, that yeah. goddamn impressive. And the camera work was just better. Like uh, on the NXT one, like you, you have to, you can't help but see everybody standing down there because the the shot has to get so wide. To yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, I think it was better. And then they also had uh, the revival did a superplex followed by a splash. Uh, which was pretty sweet. So there's a couple good spots. Not a terrible match. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that they totally discounted it. Like SmackDown won that match. The Usos won, so SmackDown won. And the whole night they just discredited. It, and Corey just kept in the background. Well, they won one on the pre-show, but nobody cared. Yeah. So that was weird. And um, last year, I, I don't put cards on the pre-show. I mean, I don't. 
write down the matches for the pre-show. So if there was a tag team, then it was also pre-show last year because it's just similar to this year. You have one men's and one women's survivor match on the main card. Okay. So maybe this is maybe they tried this out new, or maybe it wasn't the pre-show. Who knows? And last year it was a split 3-3 between Raw and SmackDown. Yep, and this week, this year, not so much. Not so much. Very like, odd. Like I said, uh, they got that pre- SmackDown got that pre-show victory, but my goodness, they, yeah, they 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 discredited that on the on the scoreboard, and it went the other way big time. And I started. I I mentioned I haven't watched Raw or SmackDown yet because we've been so busy. But I started Raw late last night, and. Uh, they they're you know discrediting it again and uh, Corey again just just snuck it in the background. Well, they did get that one win on the pre-show, but nobody <laughs> gave a shit. It was so weird. I don't know why it didn't count. It was a match. Yeah, and it was Raw versus SmackDown. I don't know. Weird. Clear as day. It wasn't like even a champion versus champions match. Like it was straight up Raw versus SmackDown. Well, that's wrestling for you. That's wrestling. Next one was the women's five-on-five Survivor Series elimination match. Um, Carmella, Naomi, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Asuka versus Mickey James, Tamina, Nia Jax, Sasha Banks, and Bayley. Any takeaway from this one? Uh, first, I didn't like the spot of it, like uh, having the Survivor Series match of the pre-show. I thought they could have uh, bumped this to number two. On the card or number three. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, we talked about having the cruiserweight match go on first, which I thought would have been cool. Yeah. Started off, you know, fast paced, get everybody excited. Yeah. So, I agree. Bad spot. Um, yeah, uh, Naomi was a very early exit in this one, but the, uh, the whole match didn't last that long. As far as Survivor Series matches go, but Naomi was your first uh, elimination. She got eliminated a minute and twenty-one seconds in. Yeah, and she was the captain. Yeah, SmackDown captain gone like that. That was interesting. They're they're really burying her lately. Yeah, and they've been featuring Mandy Rose. Yeah, fuck that. The whole the Survivor Series match like featured Mandy Rose. Did yeah, you... the announcers were like, she's really turning it on in this one. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, Naomi's really good. I like watching Naomi. I don't know what the hell's going on with that. Because they made her the captain, then she's the first eliminated, and then we get a shit ton of Mandy Rose, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Oscar, um, same way. Like, Oscar got a decent feature, but Oscar's like, so good. Yeah. And we just keep missing out on her. Yeah. Um, Nia Jax got some serious heat coming out for, oh, yeah. for uh, injuring Becky Lynch, and that kept going. And she she took it well though. She was blowing on the knuckles like it was a smoking gun, and <laughs> she was she took it like a good like she she really went all heel, which was good, best way to do it. But yeah, she got some serious heat the whole match. Every time she came out, she got booze. It was good. Like, you know, when LeBron touches the ball when he's in your hometown, you, you get you get booze or Kevin Durant or whatever. 
you get booze. It's just like that. And she got tagged in. You hear, you hear the crowd just storm down. Yeah. So overall, that one was okay. It, like Survivor Series had that feel. Like a lot of things were just okay. Yeah. Like they no- got you through the night. Yeah, nothing was terrible. It just was like, man, yeah. Yeah, Nia was the sole survivor of that one. Yep, so Nia wins. Raw wins. Raw's up 1-0 at this point. Even though they're, it's really 1-1, but we're just, we, don't, we don't count that match. Nope, we don't count it. Next we had a champion versus champion singles match. Intercontinental champion Seth Rollins of Raw versus United States champion Shinsuke Nakamura of SmackDown. Um, this one, like, same thing. It was a good, really good match, but, like, I had no reason to care. There was no build. Exactly. I mean, great match, but just just didn't make me care. Yeah, this is, this is a problem when they say, oh, it's a dream match. Like, yeah, it's good in-ring, but it's like going to watch the indie show, you know? Like, I'll, I'll have it on a plate by itself, and that's good by itself, but, like, why, why should I give a fuck? Yeah, it's not the full Thanksgiving meal. But, like, like you, uh, you you had texted me while we were watching and uh, pointed out how pro-Smackdown the crowd seemed to be all night long. Yeah. They were super pro SmackDown. It was obvious. At first, I was trying to discredit. I'm like, no, it's just because it's this guy or this guy. But straight up, it was it's a pro SmackDown crowd, and it's always really weird to me. Like, how are you that much in favor of one company over the other? I, I mean, I I get that Steph's a heel and Shane's a face, and Corbin's a heel and Paige is a face, but like, well. What what are you what are you getting at here, WWE Universe? Maybe they're just like I could. The only way I can understand it is like to me, the last month or so, or probably more for a lot of people. But SmackDown has been the more enjoyable show. Just sitting down and watching it. Yeah. So maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. Rating system. Yeah, the the old eye test, if you will. Yeah. The old sports radio eye test. I can get that, but I'm not going to, like, boo one team or cheer another. You know, it's still not enough to get me up. Oh, yeah. No, I know what you mean on that end. I don't, like, yeah, I agree. I I hope they're all good matches. I'm not invested in this battle between the two. Yeah. Hmm. But, um, in in ring, no, Seth and Shinsuke is what you thought it would be. They gave them over 20 minutes to work, and they did a real good job, I thought. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's exactly what you'd expect. They both brought their A game. Yep, and that was the first match you could see our old buddy Enzo Amore hiding in the in the audience wearing a wig and a hoodie, uh, sneaking behind. Hey, you want to fill, fill him in about that little Sne- tidbit in case <laughs> you missed it? Yeah, so Enzo Amore, Enzo uh, old WWE guy with Enzo and Cass, um... Never, never tag team champion, surprisingly, but very popular. And um, so he gets fired, and then he sneaks into Survivor Series uh, wearing a wig and like a you know he wears a I don't know if his hood was on or his jacket was just zipped up real high or whatever. But he was sitting right behind that dude that's at every pay per view. He's always in the same spot. He's got sunglasses on and long hair. He's right behind that dude. And he's just like crouching behind him, 
like trying to camera so the camera can't really see him. Every once in a while, he'd pop his head out, and the camera could see him. But he was on the, you know, the hard camera side, the the main camera that's always showing. And at this point, you could just see him poking his head out. Um, and then the next match, he tries to raise some ruckus. Um, mm-hmm. So that'll transition well. The next match was uh, another champion versus champion match. This time, the tag team. So you had the bar. Um, the bar from Raw or from SmackDown with Big Show versus uh, AOP from Raw with uh, Drake Maverick, and yeah. uh, right when this one popped, right when this, right when the bell rang, Enzo took takes off the hoodie or jacket or whatever he's wearing, stands on the chair. He's got a title belt in his hand, and he starts doing his "My name is Enzo Amore," and he does the whole thing. <laughs> And he gets like like it was just a bad it was just a bad look. It looked embarrassing, but he was trying to get like some kind of pop from the crowd. And then uh the security comes and pulls him out. Security extracts him. He gets kicked out of the building. And uh I don't know about you, but overall it was just embarrassing. It was pretty dumb. Yeah, it's desperate move by a desperate man. Uh <laughs> I should I should know by I should know that like None of this is kayfabe, obviously, but I just want to emphasize that. Like, oh, yeah. the camera was not following this, was not intending to follow this. No one commented on that. You, you had to have a keen eye. Eric told me about this because he saw it on social media even before we watched Survivor Series. So we got we got a little sneak sneak behind the, behind the scenes look, if you will. Yeah, so he... Uh, and, like, it just was sad because, like, I mean, if he would have got the whole crowd to do it, I would have been like, okay, that was pretty sick. But, like, from the from the naked ear, you couldn't hear him at all. No. You Not- could hear some, you could hear and see the that, like, half section there all reacting or getting their phones out or whatever. Yeah. But it- then, um, as he was being escorted out, after he was escorted out, you hear a chant, Brewing in the in the crowd, dueling chance. We want Enzo. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't a great reaction. Like he said, you couldn't hear it. Like the only reason I knew he actually went through his promo was because of some guy that recorded it on his phone that was standing right next to him. And there was probably like twenty or thirty people around there doing it with him. But yeah, it, it was a pretty sad attempt. And then. Uh, actually, just after, just before we started recording, I pulled up. I was looking at Survivor Series pictures, and uh, a little link pulled up. And apparently, he was promoting for his uh, show he had in LA after Raw. He had a he had a little show at uh, Whiskey Go Go, and um, a little rap concert. Oh Jesus! And uh, so his street team was like passing out the flyers at the show or whatever. So it it was a promotion for this this hip-hop career that he's got, and uh, the show wasn't good either, man. It was pretty rough. Was it? Yeah, it was only, like, 30 people. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it was bad. Like, he must not have an agent, or if he does have an agent, the dude is terrible. Because, like, if you were in WWE, like, even if you were the worst rapper ever, you could draw more than 30 people. Yeah. If promoted correctly. So... Yeah, he needs to hire somebody or or fire whoever's work. I mean, I don't know. It's just terrible, dude. It was just sad. It was really sad. 
And he was like still talking about like wrestling in between songs and Vince McMahon and like acting like he was some kind of hero. And yeah, that's real weird. (laughs) You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch offs from the Ohio lottery. And with tickets available from one to twenty dollars, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list eighteen years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift giving. Give scratch offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Yeah, not good. So overall, just sad. And I guess Liv Morgan's his ex girlfriend, and uh, she just complicates things. <laughs> she just. She just uh, tweeted during it, like, she just said embarrassing. And it really was. It, it, like, you, I mean, you hit the nail right on the head. It was a desperate act by a desperate man. Yeah. <laughs> totally, dude. He's, he's, he's just trying whatever, man. But um, that tag team match, besides that, was pretty forgettable. Yeah, as your sandwich of the night is the shortest match. Uh, Drake Maverick uh, took something that I remember being funny. Oh, he he peed his pants. Oh, that's right. That's how the match ended. That was weird. That was a real weird angle. So, the bar had somehow got Drake Maverick involved. And, like, they were fucking with him and uh, had him on the apron, like, with Cesaro and Sheamus holding, holding him up on the apron. Big Show is outside the ring like basically looking him eye to eye you know oh no i think the big show big show had him had his hand around his throat remember that's why he was scared oh that's right he was choking him hand around his throat and dude's wearing sweatpants and start pissing himself yeah so i like at first like the camera kept focusing on his johnson and i was like what is going on here and he was like (laughs) Playing with his pants to try to get whatever the little whizinator was or whatever he was using to piss his pants, you know? Yeah. Like, he had to activate some kind of button, so it just looked like he was playing with his dick. So it was like Big Show had him up there choking him, and he just looked like he was playing with his dick. It was the weirdest thing. I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And then the pee came. I was like, okay. But yeah, definitely weird. But yeah, that's, that's a little humor in there, but then right after that, uh... AOP used that distraction to get the upper hand and get the victory over the bar, so another yep. raw win. Yep. So that was the second match, right? Or no, that was the third. So Raw's up 3-0 at this point. Do you know what that uh, finisher's called by AOP? What, the uh, the power bomb thing? Y- yeah. No, I just, I always call it butt, butt bomb buddies. <laughs> butt bomb buddies? Okay. Because they, they bump together and they bottle and they're buddies. Or no, it's not that one. It's another one. I don't think they finished with that one. Oh, uh, do they not? Well, I mean, they might, but I don't think they did at that match. It was some kind of... It was only one opponent and a double team. You know, both the AOP guys did it to one guy. Is it a 3D type move? Kind of, but it's more like a power bomb, I think. I don't know. Uh, I have no clue what that's called, but I think... I'm- is it just a super powerful power bomb? 
Yeah, pretty much. So we'll, I'll, I'll figure that out. But that was bugging me because I knew it at one point. Oh, our truth, our truth was funny that night. Yeah, I got, I gotta, I gotta take a call real quick from Tuna. No, take a call. Okay. So we're here with a special guest. You might have heard his name mentioned on the podcast, Texas Tan Man. The Texas Tan Man. What was the special move called again? <laughs> the Donkey Express. Oh, the Donkey Express. How would a little you... more creative submission move, she <laughs> It was like a head scissors rollover. Or... Crossface. Crossface. Yeah, some kind of like crossface using my ankles. Or like a calf crusher. It's like a Bix. I mean, it was... I mean, talk about a submission specialist. Yeah. A true technician. Okay, oh, so yeah. where, where are we at, Crook? Uh, you were talking about our truth It is uh cameos throughout the evening each time he would uh just pop in and like do the coach rah-rah speech you know oh yeah and uh like he did it with the women's or did he do it with the women's first yeah okay so i did it with uh the women's team and obviously he's not on it and then uh you see the raw team get pumped for their survivor series match and all of a sudden our troop pops in and I thought Corbin's timing was funny as fuck, man. Like, it's like you're not even on our team. Yeah, you're not I'm, even on Raw. I'm telling you, Corbin could be good, dude. Yeah, I like his. I like this corporate lackey Corbin so much better than the Lone Wolf. Totally. He's just a, he's a classic dick, and he can follow line and take orders and be that character. Yeah. You know Corbin, Jay? Well, who's Corbin? Baron Corbin. Yeah, Baron Corbin. That sounds familiar. Yeah, he used to have the long, stringy hair. Yeah, he's balled out. You'd recognize he's, him. Uh, all he's corporate. He... What do you mean all corporate? You... He's alive with Stephanie McMahon, and he's uh, acting. Uh, uh, now that angle's out. No hot dog angle. Any... I didn't know hot dog's out. Hot dog's out. Expired. That hot dog expired. That, yeah. that case of hot dogs is no good. <laughs> yep, it's old. Um... Okay, so after that we got the cruiserweight match, Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali. This one was good. Yeah, it's a real good match. I wrote great job. Great yeah, job. The uh, reverse Hurricane Rana that was sick. Dude, that's cool. They had a lot of good ones. They had like a body springboard DDT. They did a uh, a Spanish fly. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but they did that off of the uh, announce table. That was really sick. I was I wasn't before last night. Is that a normal move? I don't you don't see it a lot in WWE, but it's popular on the indie circuit. The Spanish fly. Yeah. Yep. It's you'll, real cool. It's, it's, it sounds familiar. You'll have to show Jason that uh, later, Jeff. It's a good one. Show. I might pop on more games after this. Uh, oh yeah, definitely do that. Um. I wish we would have seen this this 045 that they kept mentioning that Mustafa Ali does. Never got to see that. No. That looks like a... I mean, the crowd was real hyped for it, so I'm guessing it's a flippy special off the top, right? Oh, for sure. So, uh, Murph, winner by Murphy's Law, Buddy Murphy. So Buddy Murphy goes over. His music is <laughs> His music's terrible. 
Yeah, a lot, a lot of the cruiserweight division has terrible music in general. It was like, uh, oh, I don't even know how. You, it was some some festival music. <laughs> it was some. Take, hey, it was a little doodly, huh? No, it was like take some Molly and and you know. Oh yeah, yeah, it's that type of music. Yeah, some like, e- like, some, like dubstep or something. Yeah, some EDM. Next, then, uh, what's next? My, my paper's not by me. We had the five-on-five five traditional men's elimination Survivor Series match. Yeah. So right now, what's the score? Raw's up 3-0? 3-0 with, uh, with the pre-show win for yep. SmackDown. Um, so yeah, this was the men's uh, elimination match. This one was... Uh, it was okay. Like at the at the beginning, it was super sick. Like when everybody was taking turns and everybody was still in it. Uh, like Shane had an elbow drop. I'm not a Shane guy, but that was pretty cool. The his classic uh, the elbow drop was great. Yeah, his classic elbow drop from the you know the the top, top rope of the table off through the announce table. That was really good. That that also caused uh, Braun Strowman to take a 20 minute beat nap. Yeah, Bra- yeah. Braun was out for literally twenty yeah. minutes. What's a beat that? Yeah, what's a beat that? That's when uh, Braun gets hit with a move and then uh, just lies there unconscious for way too long for a guy his size for taking a move like that. <laughs> like in this case, he took an elbow drop and he was out for twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, so it was a, it was a lengthy meat nap, um, <laughs> but that was. <laughs> That was so. All that stuff was good, and like the Miz kept using Shane as his little bitch. Like Miz never got his hands dirty; just make Shane do it. That was yeah, amazing. Like rah rah, get Shane up, and like then Shane would just take a fucking clothesline from someone and get knocked back down. Yeah, so that part was good. So like the first part of it, I was really excited for, and then when uh, when uh, Braun started taking over and eliminating everybody, it got super boring. Yeah, Braun got up from his meat nap and uh, just like yeah, just took over like you said. And then it became Braun, Drew, and Bobby Lashley versus fucking Shane. And he thought maybe for a split second Shane being one third the best in the world would uh would somehow pull the hero card out of his ass. But nope, it was just a beat down. Nope. So yeah, Braun Strowman wins that. Raw wins five zero Raw. 4-0 at this point. Oh, 4-0 at this point. So yeah, at this point we're we're thinking, is this going to be the unprecedented? I mean, at what wrestling tournament does it not go down to game seven? Yeah. I mean, it's unprecedented. You ever seen a two out of three falls match that the first two falls went to the same guy match over? It's never happened. So, I thought this was pretty fucking weird. It really was. Uh, was the next the women's or the bits? Nope. The next one is the um, the best match of the night: Ronda versus Charlotte. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte because Becky couldn't participate because Nia Jax broke her face, concussion protocol, whatever. Um, so this was this was the match of the night for sure. This was the best match. I agree. 
like for no, that's what's that's what's special about this because like we were talking about earlier like Seth and uh Shinsuke was was a good match but like nobody cared because there's no build but like these these people these women had no build either but they like made you care through the match yeah, because like ever since Ronda's been here they've been pushing for Ronda versus Charlotte the fans have I mean yeah so like this first time we get to see that yeah, and it was rushed. Like we weren't supposed to see it yet, but it ha- you got to do what you got to do. And it 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 went really good. Like at the beginning, uh, Charlotte caught Ronda with a stiff elbow and busted her mouth all open. So you had the blood. You had you had some good color. Yeah, and uh, the crowd. Uh, I don't know if they're just being pro SmackDown, but they're really pro Charlotte, really anti Ronda in this one. It's very strange. What do you think about that, Jay? Ronda and Charlotte. <sighs> I don't know. I like Charlotte Flair. Oh, I love Charlotte Flair. Yeah, oh. she's cool. I'm a Charlotte Mark to death. I mean, how, how long has she been around? She's been around for a while. Like, and I was going to ask, what's the blood protocol these days? Like, what do they do? They do the the blading. Do they do the, do they, do they do the blading? I remember like when we were kids, we saw mankind apparently stick his hand into a, a bowl full of blood and some yeah. kind of like backstage match. Yeah, we told that story on the podcast one night. Oh, okay. But, um, no, like, yeah, they don't, I, I don't think they do, I don't think they blade anymore or gig, no more gigging. So usually when they start bleeding, it's it's by accident. Or they'll, oh, or they'll just do it, like, hardcore, like, I, was it a WrestleMania where Brock Lesnar did that to Randy Orton? You remember that, Jeff? Oh, giving them the elbow strikes? Yeah. Uh, that might have been WrestleMania or maybe just sometime last year at a big pay-per-view. But anyway, sometimes they'll do it, like, hardcore but real. They'll just, like, like with this one, Brock Lesnar was just hitting him with the elbow, sharp elbow yeah, strikes like and just, yeah. just busted him wide open. It was crazy. Jeez. But yeah, this, this match totally dominated, um... Rhonda looks sick. Like she's getting, she's still not anywhere near like the like the Charlottes and the Beckys, but she's like getting there. Like she sells super well. Looked like you know she looks like she's getting her ass beat when she's supposed to be getting her ass beat, and uh, she's just getting so much better. Like she's gonna be she's gonna be good for the company for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> I was talking to my buddy at the bar about that just last night, the other night, just how like. Like, all these feuds are just making her better, basically. Oh, yeah. She's, like, especially working with these different people. Like, she's working with the best. Like, she was, you know, she will be working with Becky at one point. She's going to be working with Charlotte. And she's just grown so much from the first time we saw her. It's pretty crazy. For sure. Uh, So, this one... um, It was a real good match. Both of them had their ups and downs. Uh, Were there any close submissions by either woman? No, I don't think so. Nothing too uh, too deadly. No, I think this one got. Remember the the finish. I think got out of hand before anything could go that far. Yeah, how long did that match last year? Uh, you got a, you got a fourteen minutes and twelve seconds here written down, Jeffrey. Yeah, so that that's that's long enough to get your hype up, but yeah, not get to that boiling point. No, so after that, uh, Charlotte hits uh, Ronda with the kendo stick and the ref calls the match 
And then there was probably, what, 10 more minutes worth of shenanigans after that where uh, Charlotte just went complete heel, total turn. It was it was pretty sweet. Yeah, Charlotte raised some hell, like similar to the way Becky raised hell on Charlotte. Yeah, she... Like, just like a fuck it, I'm using a weapon, I'm going to use it as many times as I need to, and I might get a second weapon. Yep, lots of broken kendo sticks. She even put uh, Rhonda's head through the chair and then stopped the chair. Oh, I hate those. I fucking hate those. But they look sweet, though. They look good. And Rhonda was still bleeding, and she has this big mark on the side of her face, and, like, a something was on her arm, like a huge bruise. Like, it, it looked fucking brutal. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, she looked like she got her ass straight kicked. And uh, the crowd was so pro-Charlotte throughout the entire beatdown. Yeah, they had... Started, uh, thank you, Charlotte chant. I was going to say, there was a thank you, Charlotte chant. Like, this is odd for... I mean, most of the crowd's like Ronda, so this is very odd. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And even when... So, like, after it was finally over and they pulled Charlotte off of her, and even when, like, Ronda's, like, crying and, like, doing the walk of shame out, like, the crowd straight booing her. Like, it was intense. Yeah, right, right as the screen goes to black, you hear a fan just yell out, Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> so, over the line a little bit. Maybe a little over the line. Yeah. But yeah, right. that, they like the women right now, I don't know why people, like there's some haters out there, and I'm going to tell you right now, like they, the women's division is connecting with the people Yeah. at an all-time high. Like they, yeah. their matches bring the drama, that's what people are there for. It's just, it's it really just, is right now. It's insane. Like, Becky Lynch right now is off the fucking chains, and now, like, Charlotte's, like, this is gonna, and Ronda, like, this is gonna get to a fever pitch. Yo, even Stone Cold Steve Austin on his podcast was like, he declared that professional wrestling was back. Wow. Oh, shit. Due to the women's division. <laughs> and that's Stone Cold saying that. That's Stone fucking cold. So, so I- yeah. It's 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 legit right now. You, if you need reason to watch wrestling, it's the women's division. The show. Yeah, I mean, whenever we go, Jeff, to the to the uh, the downtown, the Pepsi Center, <laughs> the downtown, the downtown. <laughs> the, I always like those matches the best. They're the most entertaining. Yeah, they're great yeah. athletes. It's just like the time right now. It's for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just that era. It's not like they're like. So much better than the men. Or just it's just right now everybody's like, this is what it's about right now. Yeah. Uh, next one was the the main final event. match, the main event. Uh, champion versus champion, Universal Champion Brock Lesnar of Raw versus WWE Champion Daniel Bryan of SmackDown. What are your thoughts on this, Crook? Ryan was all heelish on, on SmackDown on Tuesday, and now he's not a heel? Uh, no, he was healing it. Remember, he was going to do his yes chain on the way into the ring, and then he stopped? Oh, uh, yeah, he did some of that. But then when it got, it got, to, it got to fisticuffs, he, he, just, he was a classic underdog. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they just thought, like, what else can we do? Yeah, that's true. It's not like he could dominate. Like, it's, it's fucking Bork Laser. Yeah, it's a Bork Laser. <laughs> uh, so this one, at the beginning, was a, was a classic squash, and Bro- Brock's just, like, destroying him. Like, it was ugly. I thought yeah. he was going to kill him. 
Yeah, he's, toss, he's literally tossing them around like a rag doll, like the Singh brothers when they come out. And for a long time. Yeah. It wasn't uh, no I think quick. the announcers mentioned he got a 100-pound weight advantage, so... Good yeah, it's like tossing a younger brother around. And did you... So, this is a good piece of... This is a good tidbit I heard. So, did you notice they kept talking about his weight? Who, Brox? Yeah, they kept mentioning 265. Like, even... Paul Heyman, during his promo that he always cuts, like, he never mentions his weight. And he's like, weighing in at 265 pounds. So I was like, what the fuck? Why do they keep doing that? And then I was reading on the internet, and it was because, like, at his UFC fight, he has to be 265 pounds to fight in that weight class. I figured it'd be that. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. After the... big human being. Yeah. And he looked, a big boy. That's a big boy. <laughs> so after the beatdown, Brian finally starts getting some kicks in and starts doing his thing. So Brian does eventually come back and uh, gets a lot of offense in. Like, a lot more than I thought he would ever get in. Yeah, like the extended offense. So. Um, yeah, he, he thought, like, and he had Brock in submissions and stuff, too. Like, you thought Brock was going to tap for a second. Yeah, so... It's like, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you it was a great match, but it was uh, it was better than I thought it would be. Yeah, it's better than you think. It wasn't a pure squash, but yeah, it's still nothing to write home about. This women's match definitely overshadowed it, for sure. Yep, so Brock, Brock goes over with the F5, probably the 10th one. I know he did the suplex counter, and that was probably five or six suplexes during the match, I think. Yeah. So, overall, what's your grade for Survivor Series? Oh, Jesus. I didn't I didn't mean to stress you out. <laughs> no, I just I didn't think about this. <laughs> um, stop shining boots to answer this question. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I had to put the, put the boot down. Uh, Are you shining your boots right now? I'm cleaning my boots for the holidays. Hell yeah. Want to look pretty on the town. So out of uh, out of five stars, how many out stars? Out of five stars, I mean, it's a big four, so I'm uh, rated harder than I would normally rate a pay-per-view. So I'm going to give it two and a half. Okay. I, I would agree, but I'm going to give it three and a half due to that match. Due to which match? The women's? Yeah, I was a big fan. Yeah, I mean, that and the cruiserweights all what held it all what held this together for me, and the R Truth promos. <laughs> R Truth really comes in the clutch when you need him. Yeah, great comedic timing, man. Like he, he'll make you laugh like Jericho and Rock used to. Jay, okay, he's a he's a funny guy. I was uh, <laughs> I was like, I was just super excited for the future, like. So, is it going to be Ronda versus Charlotte, or will it be Ronda versus Becky? Uh, either way is going to be awesome. So Yeah, I, they, they still got to do the Ronda versus Nia thing before then, so. Yeah, and they still got to do a that. a lot of twists and turns in the women's division. Yep, and then you got Nia, Becky, there could be something there down the road because of that. So yeah, there's a there is a lot of twists and turns. I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm I'm excited to see what that WrestleMania match is. And that's that's also without the uh, possibility of a women's tag team division that you keep talking about. 
Oh yeah, I think it'll. I think it will come eventually. They keep putting these people together. There's got to be a reason. Michelle. Well, yeah, that, that's 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 Survivor Series and MXC. That's Survivor Series, and that will just about do it. I gotta run, brah and bros, uh, and make this delivery. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, we cutting you short. No, we're all good. Um, well, so, let me get an update on our picks really quick. Oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Let's get an update on those picks. <clears throat> so we had special guest Wolf as our guest prognosticator for Survivor Series. We had him on the line last week. Ah, oh, shit. I should have counted these beforehand. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We had eight possible matches, if you include the uh, pre-show match. Our, our guest prognosticator, Wolf, went four for eight on the evening. So, 500? 500. Guest prognosticator. <laughs> and then we had uh, me and Eric. We each scored... A whopping seven out of eight. Wow. We each got seven out of eight? We each got seven out of eight. The, you, the only match you missed was you had SmackDown for the Survivor Series women, and I had the uh, bar for the Tag Champions match. Oh, yeah. I was I was proud of that pick. That was, my, that was my proudest pick of the night was picking AOP. Hell, yeah, dude. That was a bold move, and it paid off. So what's our overall standings? sitting at 24 for 35 I am at uh 27 for 35 ooh you're holding on to a three match lead three match lead you starting we to got the holidays coming up though starting to widen that gap didn't widen it all this time though but wolf is also at four for eight so we'll see if he's our guy going forward, if we move to someone like Texas Tanman here for the next pay-per-view or what? Yeah. What's the next pay-per-view? TLC. Ooh. Yeah. They, you know about TLC. I, I know all about TLCs, yeah. Yeah, they're... Swanton stuff. <laughs> when will the Swanton... Did you ever find... So, real quick, at one point we all big into the uh, wrestling action figures, and Jason here, the Texas Tanman, had a brown bag of wrestling figures... That disappeared. Did you ever find that bag of wrestling figures? No. Jesus Christ. Where the fuck did it go? <laughs> they, they, they moved out of that house, too. I thought they were in my dad's truck. That was the whole thing. Because, like, we were... I don't know. We had them... I had, like, 15 of them, you know. We collected them. Yeah. And they were just, like, some kind of brown grocery bag. You know, I just threw them in there. Because I was, you know, 12. Yeah. And then they just left. I don't know, maybe my dad got pissed off and threw him away. No, he wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, but maybe, maybe he did it on accident. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it was in like, yeah, it could have just looked like trash. But I couldn't see him just throwing it away without looking inside of it, but it's possible. No. I don't know. That's That that was a mystery for a solid, like, year. Oh, it's well, no, Jason. No, it's, it's been a mystery for about 20, mystery years. 20 years. 20 years. <laughs> Who the hell knows? Maybe they were stolen. Maybe they were thrown out. I thrown out. I don't, maybe they were. I don't know. Maybe they grew feet and walked away. <laughs> Toy Story, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, God bless the action figures. Happy Thanksgiving to you, boys. I gotta go. 
I All right, go Bears. Go Bears tomorrow, and I will see y'all later. All right, see you, bud. Night, night. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.